Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. everybody welcome back wendy sellers here the hr lady today we are continuing our conversation on volunteering as a benefit in your organization i have my co-host jc here hi and penny cedar with habitat for humanity thanks for having me yeah so i want to continue this conversation about um for our listeners who are going hey you know what I need to attract and retain employees, you know, the great resignation, the quiet quitting, all of that stuff that's going on in the HR world. Uh, Implementing a volunteer program, preferably a paid one, can be the way to really light that fire under your employees and get them to stay and then get their friends to come on over and work with your organization. any advice that you have, Penny, for uh, working with Habitat or any volunteer program to say, hey, what are the, you should do this and don't do this for your employees. Like, don't force them to attend. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think, I think leaving, you know, if it's mandatory, that's not going to go over real well. But I think creating opportunities for people to choose from, uh, very important. Um, and, um, you know, offering several different uh, nonprofit organizations and what they do uh, gives people a choice. And and I think when people have choices, uh, that's really great. Or taking a vote, you know, maybe, um, you know, getting that collaboration uh, and feedback from employees with maybe two or three vetted organizations, what they do and how they do it. Um, and giving people them giving giving the employees the opportunity to vote on something like that would be would be a great way to go about it. I know we've got corporate groups where that's been the case. Across society, volunteerism has been stagnant or somewhat dropping in recent years. However, it is on the rise in the corporate sector. In actuality, paid time off for volunteering is one of the few employee benefits that has grown significantly in recent years. SHRM, the Society for Human Resource Management, reported that 47% of firms in the United States provided community volunteer initiatives in 2018, up from 40% in 2014. And for large firms, the figure is much, much higher. According to Chief Executives for Corporate Purpose, a global coalition of multi-billion dollar organizations, 66% of its member companies gave paid time off for volunteering in 2019. That was up 56% in 2016. So if we think about 2022, we threw out a whole bunch of numbers there, and we're on the backside of COVID. It's time to hit the gas on getting that volunteering going again. How are things looking on the ground floor out there, Penny? Yeah, do you have a lot of volunteers right now? We do. You know, I I will say at Habitat for Humanity, I think we're probably all pretty blessed in that. Um, I think when people think about volunteering, it's almost synonymous with habitat people think about swinging a hammer building a house putting you know lifting walls and those kind of things um so we do we and our and our volunteer um hours and individuals whether they come from corporations or civic groups or whatever 
has actually improved year after year. We have more and more. But but I do see uh, I do see uh, a bigger shift towards corporate volunteers and those paid time off programs that you were discussing. You know, I think back in the old days, you uh, had a lot of um, retirees that would volunteer or stay at home moms. And they, and I think that really so many people are continuing to work um, that that those those individuals are fewer, but the corporations kind of uh, pick up the slack, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things you mentioned in an earlier episode or earlier in the podcast today is uh, about, you know, the the companies that you see that are paying their employees to attend are usually the bigger companies. So, you know, for our listeners today, don't rule yourself out on this. You know, talk to your accountant, um, make sure you figure out a way. I don't care if it's a half day, but it is so, so important to encourage your employees to volunteer so it improves relationships improves communication and and quite honestly you know helps retain them and so paying them four hours or eight hours once a year or twice a year is totally worth it and i can guarantee you if done right will actually reduce your recruiting costs because you won't have empty seats because people will say well i had a rough day today but you know what? I literally just threw a hammer with my boss a couple of weeks ago. And with, we have a, with, yeah, not, not at, at not, not at. at. <laughs> 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 and making sure that, uh, you know, you get them to stay because they're, they're friends, even if they're not best friends forever. I, uh, I think when I started volunteering at Habitat, um, you know, I was an HR manager and I started implementing it as a as a benefit uh, with the organization, but really an engagement, not so much of a benefit, more of like, hey, we've all these people that we've uh, recruited from all over the country and now they're in this city and they don't have family here. So now we're going to become their family. And in order to do that, I'm going to get them involved in everything in the universe. And if those people choose to be involved in you know, habitat or whatever it is, like Penny, like you said about asking them, what do they want to be involved in? And then have somebody on your team that's dedicated to making sure that happened. Don't give it to somebody who doesn't like to organize things. (laughs) True, That is true. Find somebody who's the person that, you know, plans the office birthday parties or the happy hours or the, you know, at the outings, the Christmas party, that that person is gonna is gonna really be able to recruit good good folks. I think I'll be uh, calling a dear friend of mine that coordinates wine night. That's just yeah. me. You yeah, know, I mean, cor- it needs to be organized and it needs to be it needs to be legit, not just thrown together. Absolutely, JP. absolutely. And according to a fascinating study that was conducted by Deloitte, companies that encourage and promote volunteering enhance employee morale the workplace atmosphere, and the perception of the brand of the company. The study was based on surveys completed by 1,000 full and part-time employees who volunteered in previous years. An overwhelming majority of employees, 89%, say that companies that encourage volunteerism provide a better overall working environment, and further say 70% that volunteer activities are more likely than company-sponsored happy hours to boost employee morale, believe it or not. I find that a little shocking, right? And more than three quarters (laughs) believe that volunteering is vital to employee well-being. 
So when we think about the bigger picture, Penny, what else should be considered before a company starts implementing nonprofit volunteer programs besides what we've already talked about so far? I think um, one of the important things to consider, you know, is is the organization that you're volunteering for. You know, I think it is important that that again, you know, uh, it either come from the employees that are familiar with the organization, or somebody in the in the corporation does some background looking at what's going on. And I would say, you know, if the volunteer coordinator or the or the or the nonprofit charitable organization doesn't get back to you in a timely manner, eh, you might not want to volunteer with them. That might be a reflection of what's going on internally. Um, you know, it may or may not be. I will say, you know, at, it, a lot of times we're very dependent on volunteers, but I just would be careful about that. And then, um, you know, it is important that um, from the charitable side or the nonprofit side that uh, there is a commitment to a good volunteer experience. And, and I will tell you that my team, um, even so we are a charitable organization on Martin Luther King day, we go do a day of service and we choose a small nonprofit in our community that we all go and, and work together. And we have had excellent, uh, volunteer experience and some pretty bad ones. And, and what's been nice is that I can sit with them and talk to them about why it was good or why it wasn't so good and make sure that we don't replicate the not so good part of it. So, so it's also a training opportunity for my staff as well as just giving back and, and, and doing our own team building. So uh, I think that those things are important that, that the charitable organization is committed to the volunteers experience as well. Right. One of the things that I wanted to mention, cause we, we started out talking earlier about, you know, paying your employees as a benefit uh, I, I know not everybody's been able to afford that, but when you put your pen to paper um, as you know an accountant, as an HR professional, the money lost, so to speak, is really going to just be a wash when you're not having to recruit replacements or you know a lawsuit or whatever because of um, bad management practices or employee engagement issues. But if you are mandating which I hope none of you on here listening today are, but if you're for some reason you're mandating that employees have to do uh, volunteering somewhere throughout the course of their year under the Fair Labor Standards Act, you have to pay them. And so, you know, if you want to pay them or not, you have to pay them. And if you have hourly full-time employees and you're mandating that, or even if you're not mandating, but you're saying, go ahead and volunteer, we'll pay you, you may still have to pay overtime, um, so keep that in mind and check with you know an HR consultant like myself or or someone else, even a lawyer. And then the final thing regarding the FLSA is, you know, if you are volunteering your employees to do work at your organization instead of an actual nonprofit, that's not volunteering. <laughs> so it has to be a legit, you know, nonprofit one that is actually registered as a nonprofit. So with that said, we're going to wrap up this podcast in a moment. We will be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.